The Christmas Gift, a story by Chimaobi Aweke. It was the 24th of December, Anayo thought sadly, a day before his angel was snatched from him untimely. But it's about time he quit sulking and acted on his plans to give justice to the death of his most beloved. And tomorrow, the 25th, was the day. Anayo pulled the cloth from over the man's head, blankly staring at him as the man scanned the room, eyes squinting to adjust the light. They finally came to rest on Anayo, a seemingly stoic man of about 60, dressed in black overalls, whose face understood what true pain and suffering meant. And now he was ready to teach his captive what it meant, the true meaning of suffering. He was ready, mentally and emotionally. He had made his peace with himself and his demons. Whatever the outcome, he would see this through, for her. His captive was beginning to struggle. The words that tried to spew forth from his mouth were cut short by the dirty rag as it was stuffed into it. It was then he noticed his nakedness. No piece of clothing covered him from top to bottom. He sat in a sturdy plastic chair, his arms tied firmly behind him in a very tight knot, cutting off all circulation. He sat in a dark, windowless room, which had a single flickering light bulb hanging overhead barely illuminating the general area, but enough to see the soulless eyes of Anayo staring down at him with promises of pain and agony that was to come. Anayo put his right hand in his pocket and brought out a phone, clicking and browsing through it till he stopped browsing and brought the phone very close to his face, close enough to see the picture of a beautiful dark-skinned girl of around 20 smiling at the photographer. The captive's eyes grew wide with recognition and understanding and began to make muffled, pleading sounds, but none of that seemed to move the old man. His mission was clear, and he would not falter. She would have been 25 today. Do you know that? Anayo asked, looking at the photo lovingly. She was smart. She was beautiful in and out. She was the only good thing in my life. She was the only good thing in my life in this world. She was my daughter, and you took her from me. You took her from me. The coldness in his voice made the captive shiver, even though the room was quite humid. The rag was pulled from his mouth and the captive man started to cough, <coughs> trying to find the right words to say. Sir, please, please, please release me. I'll give you anything, anything you want. Can you give her back to me? Can you bring her back to life? If you can, I will release you. The man knew he was in big trouble, but he had to try something. The old man looked poor and he had money. Lots of money. His father was the richest man in the state. Who in their right mind would refuse a big payday? He was just about to enter negotiating mode when the old man brought his hand down hard, crashing into his right kneecap, sending a wave of pain through the captive's body that made him scream in pain. In the hand, clenched tightly, was a clawed hammer and it came down again, several times over and over until the knee was a bloody mashed up pop of flesh, blood and bone. This was the same type of weapon you used to beat her to death just because she refused to let you take advantage of her body. Anayo said, gripping the hammer so hard his hand became numb. I've waited five, five long years for this. Five years of waiting and agony. My only happiness in all of this is the fact that no matter how much you tried, you never took her virtue. She kept her honor. She kept her honor intact before you brutally killed her. But you, with all your posturing and wealth, have no honor. You are nothing more than a rabid dog, and a rabid dog needs to be put down. 
he started to bash the other kneecap till it met the same fate as his counterpart. The man's screams seemed to touch heaven itself. But no one came to his aid. Because of your money, you got away with murder. But today, I will do what our pathetic justice system couldn't. Today, I will get my pound of flesh. Today, I can finally lay the sweet memory of my darling daughter to rest. He dropped the hammer then and produced a thin, sharp knife, a scalpel, then proceeded to put away that body part that young man held dearest to his libertine life. His scream sounded like a lullaby to Anayo, the same kind he used to sing to his daughter when she was a toddler. It was the sweetest he had ever heard. The news networks and other media outlets reported the gruesome murder of the only son of an oil magnate, Chief J.B. Bankole, Justin Bankole, who was found in an abandoned warehouse with his knees smashed in and his phallus stuffed in his mouth. He had died from extreme blood loss from his wounds and his killer or killers were yet to be found. The papers called it the Christmas Day killing. But Anayo, who was a thousand miles away and out of police reach, thought differently. It was a gift, a gift to his beloved dead daughter. <laughs>